All right, welcome here at Infinite Real Estate Group. We're at the Own It Podcast. Um, we are here with actually Silverback uh, Home Warranties with Brian and Jason. And so we thought we'd bring them in and um, talk a little bit about home warranties because I think this is a topic that gets uh, brushed over a lot. And the buyers end up selecting something last minute and not realizing what they're even getting out of it. So, but yeah, so, but when we're doing these and I, I was at fault on this too, when I first bought my first home, I had no idea what to even think about it. The seller actually paid for my home warranty and I ended up getting some national company. Our water heater went out the first week and they sent out some guy, and this guy's like, well, unfortunately, because it's not physically leaking water, we don't cover it. So I had, to, I had to actually pay him 50 bucks to show up as, like, our fee and all for nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah. man, well, what good is this stupid yeah. thing? And so I've always been a little, like, before I was in real estate, I had a really bad, um, like, idea of what a home warranty company was, and I thought it was know honestly just like a scam (laughs) and so and so no i mean now that we're in real estate and now that we're you know we have a really good relationship with silverback it is um like a night and day difference and it's things that i wish i would have known going into buying my first home so happy to have you guys here oh it's Uh, so good to be be here here. yeah it's really common actually for for homeowners to have that kind of experience where they move in and they don't know like what their seller did or didn't do or how they maintained or did not maintain their house. And so when someone, when someone moves in, it's very common that when they have maybe a national home warranty that uh, a, they probably didn't hear from that company and B, you know, they don't even know like what's covered. And so the fact that you even had, you know, the, you you had somebody come out and take a look at it was actually a win. Yeah. (laughs) I think I had to like track down my real estate agent that I really didn't know. And then he had to call title and then Uh like even to get the information to know who to call and what my policy number was and all this was like, it was a mess. Yeah. And it's a completely different experience when we're actually working with you guys. Uh, So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourself, Silverback and you know how you guys are different. Let's just start there. Well, I appreciate you telling that story because that is, uh, it's a very common thing that people hear, that I hear from homeowners and from real estate agents. And so let's, uh, let's go back in time. Um, so I was born on a Tuesday morning at Perfect. Uh, 7.30 a.m. <laughs> back in uh, June. So it, did we go back that far or did you want to? No, that's go, good. I, I can go back further if you'd like. That's really good. <laughs> So my, uh, my background, uh, I really liked computer science, uh, and um, I, I went to BYU, got a degree in uh, marriage counseling. And how does that make you feel? You know what? Like, I'm still married. <laughs> you know, I'm on my fourth marriage, though. So. <laughs> he knows how to marry really well. Yeah, <laughs> I worked for uh, Adobe for a while, did marketing and sales for them, and then uh, worked for a real estate team doing lead generation for a few years, and I really have a passion for marketing and lead generation. While I was uh, doing lead generation, I got marketed to a bunch from uh, like different home warranty companies, and it actually piqued my curiosity. Yeah, yeah, like probably like you, you've probably seen some some people coming around, and the way that they marketed or or what what I was experiencing was was odd actually, and 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 so what. Uh, what I, what I realized I wanted to do was like, hey, maybe there's an opportunity in this home warranty space. Like, what are they about? Why are they marketing this way? It feels different than some other companies. And so I uh, I went through this discovery phase of like six, seven months just gathering insights. And what I did was I called over 100 real estate agents that I didn't know, most of them up in Salt Lake County because I was living in Utah County. And I asked them these questions. I said, have you used a home warranty? What was your experience? What do you like about the home warranty industry here in Utah? And what do you not like about the home warranty industry? And one of the themes that I heard over and over again from agents <laughs> was, uh, yeah, uh, home warranty companies suck. <laughs> and I, I asked them, like, why? Like, what's, what's going on? And they said, well, they don't ever call the client. It just seems really odd that, like, the seller's paying for this home warranty, and then they don't even, they don't even bother to call them. And that just seemed really yeah. like short, short-sighted to me. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's something we sell our clients. 
like, hey, don't worry about you – know, I, I understand that the home inspector said that we could be, you know, at the end of life on this furnace or, you know, AC unit. You know, it is kind of at that age where things start going down. But don't worry, you have a large, you know, a large equipment, you know, coverage on your home warranty. I'm yeah. like, well, what does that really mean? Exactly. Like, I thought that's what I had when my water heater broke and didn't help me one bit. Right. Yeah, it's really common. You know, it's a, it's unfortunate because what I think happened with a lot of home warranty companies, whether they were national or local, they took too much of a short-term viewpoint with not just the relationship they had with, with real estate agents or with title, but with the homeowner. They, they really just thought, oh, I'm going to get paid one time. You know, I might get paid this $500 or the $600, and so we better maximize our profit because that's all we're going to get. Whereas what what we, we've decided, like with our business with Silverback Home Warranty, is we wanted to take this long-term view of what's the lifetime relationship that we're going to have with these clients. You know, much like our real estate partners want referrals for life, you know, we want we want these clients to renew year after year. And we didn't know, like, what we were getting into, like how difficult of a battle that would be, how uphill it would be. But honestly, it, it is, I'd say, the only way that a company can operate where that trust doesn't get eroded over time. Yeah. If, if you have like a client that you care about and, you know, they, they receive this home warranty and then they never called or, and maybe your homeowner even had problems in their house because the seller neglected something and then, oh, well, why didn't you call your home warranty company? Yeah. So I'll ask you, like, have you ever had the occasion where one of your clients called you and said, hey, Jared, uh, did we get a home warranty? Yeah, actually very rarely. Um, okay. Do we actually yeah. follow up on that? And, you know, now, though, like more and more that, I mean, now this, I mean, just like you, I've kind of started from, you know, kind of like grew and grew and grew. And I've started out just being an investor to a solo agent. To, I'm going to run a team. Now we're going to do a whole brokerage. And, but it never sunk in at the beginning of my career how valuable my relationships were with like my sphere of influence and stuff. But now it's like, it's like maybe because it's second nature to me, but people will always like my agents will ask, I'm like, well, I, you know, cause I always preach, you know, Hey, you should be reaching out to your clients, your sphere of influence at least four times a year. Well, I don't know what to say. And I don't want to like come off as salesy and make them think, Oh, here's Jared calling me again, trying to sell me a house or sell my house. I'm like, no, like, this is a perfect opportunity, especially on the home warranty side to say like, hey, like three months into owning their house, how's your house doing? How are things going? Are you, do you have all your information for your home warranty company? Is there anything that maybe I could help you out with and connecting you with Brian or Jason to like, is something not working properly? Because half the time, if we're not helping them there's so much going on in their life when it comes to moving and unpacking and usually it's like we're going to start our family and we've got it's life takes over and then the next thing you know they completely forget right that <laughs> they either paid that 600 or it was given to them which you know like through the seller and the yeah. negotiation of the contracts i talk about that uphill battle let me just kind yeah, of yeah like i was going to ask about bring that. that out a little bit more because uh you know our whole focus in our business is we want homeowners to renew, like, right? I was talking about we want clients to renew year after year after year. The only way that happens is if they know they have a home warranty, yeah. right? They know how it works, and and even they have to call in and have, like, a, an issue or, an off or like, a rekey even, right? Like, they yeah. use our service, and they have a good experience. Then they see value enough so that they're like, oh, yeah, at the end of the year, I'll pay 600 bucks for that. And if they don't have those things, then they don't renew. And I've got lots of data that shows homeowners that don't use their policy don't renew. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that we do is we do three touches. Like, by the time they move in, we want to make sure, make sure they hear from us. And Smart. shortly thereafter, they get a brochure. They get an email. They, they, they know that, uh, you, know, the, you know, if their home warranty came because their agent negotiated it, we want them to know that then they get a welcome phone call from us. Like that's unheard of in, in my industry. As simple as it is like, oh, you called a client. <laughs> so wait a second. You guys nurture your, you guys have to nurture your clients just like everybody else. <laughs> you guys don't just sit around and wait for the checks to come in. 
That would be a good idea. <laughs> Maybe we should be doing that. <laughs> Quick buck. We want the long buck. I don't know. That's not even a thing. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you mean. And that's, I mean, it's, I think it goes back to if you just bring it back to like running a business and sales and like, I mean, most people, most real estate agents, and it, I think you could t- say this for any industry, if you're going to sit and wait for your phone to ring, you're going to be waiting a long time. Mm-hmm. But when you like what you just, just described, you know, like, hey, we're reaching out to them. We're touching them three different times. We're letting them know who we are, what they need. I mean, we want them to see the value <laughs> in what they've got. You know, and I'll say as, you know, the sales guy for Jason here. Yeah. Like, it's so fun for me to be able to go out and talk to agents, talk to title companies and say, you know, Jason wants to hear from people. He wants people to call up. He wants claims. You know, we want them to utilize the home warranty, and we go as far as offering that free service call coupon where their first service call is on us. So it makes, for me, being able to go out there and talk to people and build that trust, saying, no, it's kind of counterproductive, but it sounds like that that way, but we want them to file claims. We want them to use the home warranty. And so kind of your experience that you had that was a bad experience, it's kind of fun to be able to go out there and say, hey, we want that opportunity to show how we work. Absolutely. I mean, because if you don't get to show your value and what your company does and the benefits that you provide, I mean, that's where the referrals come in. That's where the raving fans come in. And if you don't even give them the opportunity to experience that, then you're, I mean, I I refer to it a lot like, I mean, you're, it's just a one-night stand. And you're <laughs> like, it's just a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, yeah. man, I want something long-lasting. I want my customers to keep coming back to me. And I want them to, like, if they're at a, you know, a friend's barbecue or something, and they're talking about maybe selling or buying, I want to be the first person they think about. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody knows what it's like to be, you know, transaction-based. And it doesn't feel good, right, when you are the means of someone else's end, right? Like they want to use you to get what they want. Yeah. And that never feels good. You, we all know what that feels like. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so, like, what I love is I want homeowners, whoever is involved in my industry, to give, me, give us feedback. And I ask it all the time, like, you know, what Brian was saying. Like, I want – yes, I love hearing about the, the raving things that we do that's great. Like, that feels good but it's actually not useful for my business. I want the bad stuff, uh, unfortunately. Like I, w- I want any negative or any friction that anybody's feeling at any point because that's what that's like the fuel to like make us better and to go to the next level and make sure that homeowners are having like a seamless awesome experience from from the beginning to end. And so we have a lot of systems and processes and meetings related to, you know, the onboarding process with welcome phone calls. What is it like with contractors and how are the contractors communicating? What's the feedback? Like we have feedback that we're getting from homeowners yeah. when when the contractors leave the house because the contractors are the face of my company. And so they need to be looking good and operating in a, in a really clean, quick way so homeowners are happy. And contractors that have good feedback from 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 uh, the homeowners, they get more of our business. So that's how we're we're locally trying to find more and more you know, young and up-and-coming contractors, electricians, appliance repairmen, plumbers that uh, want want more want more leads. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about how your company's structured, and um, then let's kind of go into the value of what you guys cover because it's definitely a lot more unique and straightforward, I think, compared to like if I go back to my experience from this national brand, it's like. Well, if I knew there had to be water on the ground, I would have shoved a screwdriver in my <laughs> water softener before you showed up. Like, you know, it's like it, there was just so many, like, loopholes and stuff. Like, how am I, like, seriously, if I knew that, I wouldn't have even, like, paid you, like, had you come out. Yeah. Because it was money out of my pocket yeah. that I didn't have it there. So, yeah, kind of tell us a little bit about, like, you know, like, how you guys do business. Um, because, like, one thing, I won't spoil it for everybody, but you guys are we're, we're local here in Utah. And so tell us which areas you guys cover and, you know, how your company works when it comes to filing claims and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, so we cover from Logan, which is up north, all the way down to St. George. 
as well as the vernal uh, Duchesne area. I keep wanting to say Duchesne because that, <laughs> you know, it's just the funniest thing to say. It, like, actually comes to my mind first before Duchesne. <laughs> kind of like Leahy and Thule. <laughs> Leahy and Thule. <laughs> exactly. So those are our, our areas that we cover, and uh, every once in a while, and every once in a while, we'll get a request from, "Oh, hey, do you cover this really rural town?" And you know, most of the time, we're, we're going to say no. We don't want a, a, an order in that area, especially if we don't have like two levels deep of contractors. Uh, I just don't want to have a homeowner have a bad experience with us. Where, oh shoot, you know what? This one contractor that we use all the time, he's kind of on vacation right now, and so we can't really help you out. Like that's just not. Yeah. The kind of experience we want them to have, and so I'd rather not even get get you know you know an order in that area. Then related to contractors, like what we'll do is we we will we we go through like Google reviews. We ask our real estate partners who they love, and we'll do interview processes to make sure that they, uh, you know, how long have they been in business? How many trucks do they have? And have you covered these kinds of uh, you know error? You know, like. Um, you had, uh, you know, water heater replacements. Do you know how to do, uh, you know, cartridges? Do you know how to do some, you know, mainline stoppages? You know, what kind of, how extensive is your expertise? Because we don't want to send a rookie who just barely got his license, you know, six months ago to go in and, you know, dabble. That's yeah. never a good experience for anybody. Okay, so you guys don't actually have the contractors and stuff in-house, but these are people that you are have vetted and work with mm -hmm. and – you know, do business in the Salt Lake area. Yeah, and we really would like to, we, we prefer to work with smaller companies, you know, a one, two, three-man shop kind of thing, three mm -hmm. trucks or something. We like um, operating with the smaller ones because the, the amount of volume of service requests that we, 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 we provide is, is a decent amount of work. And so if we can provide a decent amount of work for one of these companies, you know, they're going to provide a high level of service. They're going to respond quickly to us and the customer they're going to get out there very quickly. They're going to provide really good pricing. They're going to just from beginning to end, it's really rock solid. Yeah, and so you're creating a partnership that even them as contractors are valuing. And we pay them quickly as well. Like that's another yeah. thing that really matters to them. I love getting the phone call from a contractor that says, hey, Jason, what position am I in? You know, they want to know, am I number one? Am I number two? Am I number three? Like how do I get to number two or number one? I want to get more of your work. And so for me, I feel like that's a real, like we're really aligned well with contractors and homeowners so that we're on the same team when it comes to getting a job done quickly. That's awesome. Cool. Um, so tell me a little bit about like what you guys cover and what that looks like for a homeowner. Yeah. Brian, do you want to talk about? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Brian, you're in the hot seat. Oh, no. Go. Oh, no. He wasn't ready for this. Let's see how I, ready I really he is. wasn't. Where's my brochure? I, I know I've got one over here. No. I mean, it, and it just depends on how deep you want to go, but. Do you, you need know. to borrow my office, Jason, for an exit interview? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. It, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> no, we love Brian. Uh, Brian, um, he comes into our uh, team meetings all the time, yeah. and he just blends right in, and yep. we everybody knows him. And, I mean, for us, that's a huge value. Yeah. That whether it's, I mean, I'm dealing with new build agents. We're dealing with home, um, home inspectors, home warranty companies, and – Usually the ones that I like to go with are the ones that show up and never leave because I know I can count on them Absolutely. and they We're create relationships with our team yeah. and they know who you are. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's seamless. Nobody has to work at or guess or who do we, it's just, it's there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And it's fun coming in and working with your team. You have a great team yeah. here, but uh, you know, as far as the, the covers that we have, you know, we don't look at every single home as being cookie cutter. We know that they're all unique. And so we provide three different levels of plans. We have a $400, $500, $600 plan, and over 20 add-ons that we can have. And so as Got real it. estate agents are out showing homes uh, to their buyers, you know, we, we always try to talk about, okay, let's look around the house and make sure that everything that your buyers want to have covered is being covered. Yeah. Because there's things like, you know, a basement apartment or a second kitchen. Maybe they have two HVAC units. Maybe they have a swimming pool. Maybe they have central vacuum. Some of those things that may not be covered in one of our plans can be covered with an add-on. Okay. And that's always important to look at. Most uh, of our add-ons, I'd just say, was, was built just from 
you know, r- relationships with real estate agents of what they were interested in, what they wanted to hear. So a couple of those, you know, I'll, I'll mention one like the water, gas, sewer lines, those lateral lines that come from the street, like no company covers those. Yeah. Because we heard often enough from our homeowners and real estate agents like, hey, you know, I think that would be worthwhile. And so we dug into it and we got the, we got the data that showed like, hey, we, we need to cover this. This is going to be useful. I just got a house in Rose Park. It's 1950s and I know it has a clay sewer running out there. Let's throw it off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that thing covered. As an agent, I would be yeah. telling my yeah. client, say, look, like first thing we need to do is get the sewer scoped. Yeah. Um, because if it's not done and it hasn't been done recently and your house is in the 50s, you'd be wise to cover that under a warranty. Yeah. Another one that's really uh, interesting that is, is useful during the real estate transaction is our, our buyer credit related to concessions. So we want to close as quickly as possible. Everybody does, right? We don't want to have anything between we go under contract to close date where something's going to have to get repaired, where the seller's going to have to pay for something. The roof has a leak. You know, this, this HVAC has a problem. So any of those things, like we have the seller concession option that's a buyer credit that can get sent to the home warranty. All we need is just a text and email that says, hey, you know what, $3,200 of that is going to go to, towards carpet. $5,200 of that is going to go towards this roof repair. And that way, like, we can we can, we can can reach out to the roofer. We can reach out to the carpet company, get them a couple quotes within the first week of moving in. We want to make sure that homeowners, you know, within the first 30 days, all that money gets moved, moved out of our account. Not an escrow account, but within the first 30 days, we'd like that out. We have a 5% management fee on, on those kind of things. And so it's, that's really useful because we're in that kind of market where, where that's happening. Got it. Yeah, and then with... With especially here in in Utah, where we have a lot of new construction going on, we also have new construction policies where generally the home builder is going to cover the first year. Yep, we can come in and cover years two through four, so they get three years worth of coverage starting at five hundred and twenty-five dollars for all three years. Yeah, which is phenomenal. Great value. Yeah, and then for agents, listing coverage. So while the home's on the MLS, we can offer free listing coverage for the agents. And yeah, great. Which I don't know if a value. lot of agents even understand that that's available to them i i completely um, agree with you i didn't yeah. know it was available and yep. our amazing operations manager angie she's like hey i i've got this i'll get it all set <laughs> up and i'll make sure it, you know everything's yeah. good to go oh, it's it's a fantastic way to go to to give your clients more value right yeah I and mean, you're always looking for ways to add value for your clients and that's a great way to do it yep absolutely um so let's uh is that every like did we cover enough about like your what you guys offer? Like, I want to make sure that that gets out there because I think a lot of times it's just glossed over. So yeah, maybe a couple other things. One one would be uh, emergencies. You know, when you're in your home, you know what we would classify as an emergency would would probably not be you know, hey, my ice maker's not working. I need to get ice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but probably more, you know, my AC's not working and it's really hot outside. Yeah. You know, or during the winter, you know, oh, my furnace isn't working. We need to get someone out here quickly. So between us and our contractors, we're going to respond really quickly. And usually within under 24 hours, we're going to have it diagnosed and or replaced or fixed. Not not replaced, but fixed. Yeah. And if we can't get that, we want to have uh, a, some portable AC units there in the house or like some, some portable fur- like uh, your heaters yeah. to heat up some rooms. That's really important. That's things that I've done thing that Brian's done and so we want to make sure that homeowners are comfortable if 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 it can't get done within the first 24 hours uh it's it's one of those things we really want homeowners to to know that we care that we're here that we're local we're not you know some billion dollar company that's just sitting in you know executive offices but uh, yeah we, we want them to know that we're we're here for them and that, that we got their back got it and what so this that kind of brought up a question that I was wondering is it like with the economy and what we've dealt with over the last two years and inventory issues, I mean, all the way from part issues on furnaces and ACs, like how do you guys deal with that um, when it comes to like responding within 24 hours and stuff? Like how have you guys dealt with it and how have you guys kind of like adapt, like adapted to yeah, great question. be successful? Um, so contractors have on average raised prices on our, us 15 to 20% in the last year and a half. So in 2021 to 2023, uh, we we have increased one of our plans from 500 to 600. 
but we have not increased our service call fee. You know, most other companies are, you know, $70, $80 for the service call fee to have a contractor come out just to diagnose it, yeah. not to even fix something. And so that's one thing that we've really felt was important that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are hurting out there with what's happening with the economy and inflation. inflation. And so we have uh, we've not adjusted a lot because because of that. We've, we've really wanted to make sure that they they have the coverage and that they, they can quickly get a hold of us and, and they, they like the service and it's not too not too sharp of a, of a change. Yeah, but what about like um, like parts? Let's say, because I ran into this experience. I mean, my home wasn't under warranty. Um, and I realize I can be updating this stuff now. What did you um, break? What, what broke down? <laughs> my furnace broke. And it was it was in the middle of something. No, not my furnace. Sorry, my AC. Um, and I guess something about this, the, the fan or the squirrel cage in there, like, something the welds broke loose or something and it started and it was up in my attic and it's like shaking my whole house oh, wow. and when the guy came out he said well i mean unfortunately here's what's wrong with it but the parts on back order and they don't have an eta when it's going to come in so your best bet is to replace the whole furnace hmm. like what like and i mean it was 100 that was when we were dealing with the hundred degree weather, and I'm like, I had one of these portable Home Depot swamp coolers in my master bedroom, and I mean it was a mess, like type of thing. And then I ended up just like after a couple of days of dealing with it, I'm like, fine, I'm buying a new furnace. Like I'm not waiting for this. And I'm so I'm just curious, like how do you guys handle that when That's it comes a, to a home warranty? And a, it's a good question because, and I th- I'd say in the last two years related to parts being on back order. I think we've had that happen maybe twice. Okay. So it has not been that common. And I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of claims a month that we're, we're, we're handling. And so, uh, for that to happen, I don't want to, I don't want to poke at that contractor who, who <laughs> said that, but, uh, it would, it would probably be worthwhile getting a second opinion. And so yeah. whenever we, we've weeded through contractors and we kind of know who's who, and you know how they operate. You know, are they on commission? Are they are they actually going to you know be upright and honest in how they're diagnosing things? And if there's anything ever you know questionable about one, we'll often send out for a second opinion because it's it's important that we we get the facts of what's happening. You know, like if if a heat exchanger, oh, did it act? Does actually ha- is it really leaking? You know, like this one yeah. person said it's leaking. We got to replace the whole furnace. Well, let's get a second opinion on that. But uh, also with yeah AC units like. Uh, you you can't last too long, right? No, in, in a hundred degree temperature, like I was about ready to move my whole family into my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, that's interesting because yeah, I I mean that it does make me think like, did I have the right contractor in there? I mean, so yeah, very interesting because I just kind of trusted him, and maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> it never hurts getting <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll I'll just uh, leave it at that, and we'll just um, next time we'll have our, uh, yeah. our warranty take care of that, and have our yeah yeah out. yeah the warranties <laughs> uh, all that one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's one thing that I was wondering about is when you guys are like I'd love to hear, and this has always been a favorite question of mine because of. My wife's a school teacher, and I'll get into that story here in a second. But, like, what are some crazy stories that you guys have dealt with? Like, cause I'm sure with insurance companies, like, I mean, and, like, people filing things, I'm sure there's just some funny, like, are you serious right now? And long story short, like, my wife used to be a school teacher. Um, she's an amazing developer now. She manages lots of portfolios. Um, but she was a food and nutrition teacher, and – she'd always have the health department come in, you know, as one of their little segments to talk about, like, food safety and what's required in restaurants and things like that. And obviously, you get a bunch of high school kids in there, and they're like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened or something? And, I mean, we love Chinese food. (laughs) It's something we love, but I guess, like, not naming any names, but we did have to shut down someone because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the pigeons became the chicken, oh, you no. know, type of thing. And so, but it's oh, like <laughs> hearing some of those things, I'm like, okay, you guys as a warranty company have got to have um, had some stories out there. Well, the, this one might have to go to Jason because I have limited experience. So <laughs> <laughs> I have too many to share. <laughs> I, I've heard, 
I've heard some of them. There's so. a few that I cannot share, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, every Christmas, we have a little, uh, you know, uh, silverback Christmas party. And one of the things we do is bingo. And so the the items on bingo, the bingo card, are often, you know, just funny things that happen yeah. that year. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of those that was pretty funny was was a lady was her free her her uh, fridge went out and she lost her Jello and she wanted to see if we would pay for her Jello that went bad because the fridge. Uh, Did you pay for her Jello? You know, <laughs> just that, give the lady some Jello. She wanted and she said, "I lost my Jello on the fall equinox." <laughs> I don't know what was significant about that day, but another one, one of my favorites was uh, was a guy who was talking about his. Uh, um, disposal. His disposal. <laughs> I know this one. Yeah, and we have it recorded. Like I, I probably can't put it online, but he, like uh, we were like, what's going on with your disposal? He's like, well, it's uh, <clears throat> it's just making some sounds like uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he like imitated it. Can you say that one more time yeah. for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. Was pretty uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so. What are, what's kind of a five-year, like, what's your vision for Silverback? We want to keep growing here in Utah. You know, there's there's plenty of room uh, to fill out here in Utah, but uh, we have some other uh, um, states that we have our eyeballs on and we're getting some data from. Um, probably probably uh, Arizona, Idaho, Nevada. Those are probably the first three that we'd move into. But yeah. uh, there's still plenty of room to grow here in Utah. Um, I've had a good mentor uh, I don't know if you've heard of Alma Jepson. He uh, he sold Landmark Home Warranty a few years back. We're in Utah. Everybody's heard of Alma. That name. No, not not him specifically. That name, yeah. Yeah. Well, he his his the business model that he built uh, that company on that he sold was a really rock solid one, and it was based on the renewal, and that uh, that really goes a long way when you when you want to form relationships, you know, long term, and it's not. Delivering value to homeowners, but also who are the partners that we're working with. And so how can we best partner with real estate agents and add a lot of value there? And so that's a lot of my time also is spent there. So I have a, I have a passion for marketing. And so I do workshops and CE classes and, and one-on-ones uh, to help with uh, uh, video, um, mindset and habits, another one on database and generating referrals in your sphere. You know, a lot of those things are transferable from from things that I learned from Adobe, which is, you know, a, a massive company, down yeah. to just a solo agent or in a title company. So many of these things that, uh, you know, transfer from one business and, and from one industry to the next. Yeah, no, and th- I mean, that just kind of brought me back to my days because I'm a electrical engineer by trade. Uh, I worked for a big uh, Fortune 100 company doing uh, medical device um, repairs. Uh, and I specialized in laser refraction. Then I kind of morphed into doing um, leadership, uh, running a whole uh, engineering team. And then from there, I there were some projects that I kind of got like sucked into because they were intriguing to me. And a lot of it was like our database management and our workflow, all the way from sales to tech support to dispatching it to service. And like I really got sucked into this whole like world of database and customer management, CRMs and stuff. And when I saw my wife and how she managed her business in real estate, very successful. She'd sell a good 30, 40 homes a year. And when I realized what she was doing, I'm like, holy smokes, like this is very archaic. All the way to the point where hers was like John and Jane is the first name and then last name looking for a home in West Jordan. I'm like... (laughs) that's how you keep track of your customers? Like, how do you, she's like, yes, that's how I keep track of them. You know, she's getting frustrated at me because I'm, and when I came into the real estate world, I've always done investing and I've always helped with the flips and, uh, you know, buying holds and analyzing the projects. But she started getting into coaching and like, okay, my life's a mess right now. I've like, you know, typical like agent that gets in, it's, has no time for anything else but work. It consumed her life with everything. So she's like, I'm either going to, I got to quit or I've got to get some help. And so she got some coaching through a uh, a coaching platform called Tom Ferry. And I said, well, hey, if you're going to pay for that coaching, I want to do it with you because I think there's a place I can help you. 
And not only could I help her, I realized how many agents were just like her, how archaic things were done in this industry to the point where I decided to, like, I think it's time for me to quit because I think there's some changes I can make, maybe not within the industry, but with the people that surround me. And so, like, I took a lot of these tools, just like you're talking about, from going from, like, Adobe and stuff, like, and, like, hey, I can do this better, and I can make a difference, but, and we can have fun doing it. So, it's kind of just makes me reminisce and bring back those uh, times of, uh, <laughs> you know, like, taking that skill set and going. Because that's interesting, because you're computer science, right? Yeah. Well, like you, I mean... Y- it's interesting if you were to reflect on the last few days, like if you're if you're talking to a real estate agent or if you're you're consulting with, with with an investor or a buyer or a seller, there's skills that you're using like in that moment that you probably gained when you were when you were back there back at, you know 10, 15 years ago, and uh, it's 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 comforting knowing like you know the things that I'm focused on right now, and that I'm I'm doing the hard work are gonna pay off later. Yeah. And it's it's awesome that you can do that with your wife. Yeah, no, not it's been not good. Everybody gets to do that. I mean, we we we've learned to stay in our lane <laughs> <laughs> because if not, you know, like you get to um, to I I don't consider myself like that red personality. Like, get things. She's very much like just a driver. Yeah, and I'm more of a data like analytical, you know, type of person. And but there's times when me being an analytical person i've already thought through this probably months in my head and worked out the issues and stuff before i've even brought it to her as like hey what do you think about this and so when she said when when her opinion goes against mine i mean that caused a lot of fights because i'm like no i've already i've already done this i've already worked it out in my head i've already ran the data i've already ran the numbers i'm doing this She's like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, you know, and uh, being a driver, she's going to put her foot down and she's going to make sure that I'm, you know. And so it, it works out well now. I run the real estate uh, brokerage and she runs the development company. So it works, but it definitely was a learning curve yeah. working with a spouse. Staying in your lane. What other, what other lessons have you learned from just working with your spouse and how to – how to manage that relationship, the personal side versus the business side. And do you, do you guys have regular meetings? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I have now turned into the interviewee. Um, Jason. Welcome to Jason's podcast at Silverback. We're going to do a little uh, marriage consulting <laughs> right now. Chaz, can you please go get Amy up here for our marriage therapy? <laughs> um, no, so... Yeah, l- l- let me kind of elaborate on what I've learned from that because there's there's actually been some very unique things that we have learned because we've been in business for almost 10 years. And during that time, we actually do see a marriage therapist. And I think it's a healthy thing to like just check in and have that person bring up questions. And then, you know, because I mean, let's face it, we all fight with our spouses and but it's all on how we handle it and stuff. And the, the cool thing about how, like, it didn't, we go on, we're very good about, like, every Friday night we go on dates. That's our date night. Our kids know that date night is Friday night, so don't ask to, like, mom and dad are going to be gone. You know, they know that, like, whatever kids in the next pecking order, yeah, you're the babysitter, you're the oldest, the other ones yeah. have work. Um, but we realized as we were going on our date nights, everything was all about work and the kids Mm. like and even more so we have a lot of assets that we manage um, especially like we have several storage facilities uh, multifamily a lot of single family and it just seemed like everything that we talked about was consumed with that and I remember talking we we were talking with our therapist and she's like guys your emotional intimacy, your connection, you're like, you're emotionally not like we've got to, that's what we got to work on. And I was like, huh, like, I don't know. Like we, well, being a data guy, I really dug into that. And I'm like, holy cow, this all makes sense. Like, 
and I, it got so bad to the point that she gave us a little printout, and I would keep a little cue card with, like, <laughs> questions on it. Like, so, if you were going to be able to go on a trip, which one, like, would you rather do this or this? Like, so we had to start by asking questions to each other that, I mean, being 20 years of marriage and, like, dating and, like, when you're dating and getting to know someone, it's real easy to ask those questions that start building that emotional connection. Yeah, yeah. When we're 20 years into it, it's like, damn kids, like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> job sucks, or like, or whatever it is. It's like, you're just venting to that person now. And we had to get back to the basics almost. And so, yeah, it was interesting. It's, it's interesting. Like, you know, relationships start where one, one place, like you're saying, but then they build and they morph and they evolve over time. And, you do have to kind of like take inventory of like what's healthy. Yeah. What what do we want? And maybe there's nothing wrong with talking business every night at date night. Sure. You know, as long as there's there's that emotional connection. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. No, and and it's being that we've like yeah, I mean cuz I love it. I remember the first time that I went into um like I was working as a biomed and I feel like there's another conversation going on. Damn you, Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just have our, our Not yet, but we'll get into it. Yeah. Hold on, viewer. <laughs> we will get to your question in a second. I, I was really into this story. and <laughs> Yeah, did you finish your story? Yeah. Sorry, Chaz. I don't even know what I was talking about. I think it was, it was horseback so riding. It was horseback riding. Horseback right? riding. I actually got a story about horseback riding. I'll never do it again. <laughs> it was actually up Draper Canyon before all that uh, south, um, before all that Corner Canyon stuff was there. Um, no, um, yeah, I don't know what it was. Thanks a lot. Chaz the Engineer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, what, what was the question? Let's. We, we have somebody that's oh, listening uh, in. Thank you for listening, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's my mom. You do. She's you my do. biggest fan. That's amazing. That's Kelly from Logan. We, we do have contractors in Logan, and we would love to service. And maybe one thing we didn't mention just on the home warranty side before we, like, totally abandon that and move on yeah. is we work with a lot of homeowners even not going through a real estate transaction. And so that's really, we want any homeowner that wants to have coverage. You know, you, you own a home, you never, I don't know if you've ever like gone back and looked at, okay, in 2022, here's how much money I spent on owning a home. Not, not like the mortgage or any of those things or interest, but like, what did I have to fix and repair? What did I have to buy new? What did I have to I do more now that do I'm you? running a business and I have yeah. to manage my money a little better. Um, but yeah. It's an important thing. So yeah. I guess my question to that is, is if you're not buying a home and getting a home warranty, can you, it sounds like you guys are yeah. more than willing well, to sign up somebody on home warranty. We would love to, we'd love to give Absolutely. you a quote. We don't even require an inspection being done. There will be a 30 day wait period. I was going to say, what are the prerequisites yeah, here? There's a 30 day period where you cannot open a service request. Okay. That's just really, well, that's not bad. And we policies. even can do a monthly payment instead of a, one yeah. time upfront payment. Okay. Make it easy. I remember having a root needing a root canal one time and got some dental insurance. And they're like, you can't have a claim for at least a year. I'm like, can I get through this with a whole year before I get my root canal? <laughs> so I hope the answer was yes. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> no, so that's good. So, um, mom, Kelly Johnson. Yes. If you don't have a home warranty on your house right now, get one. Silverback can help you out. And I can even help you out as your son. <laughs> we'll even give you a discount, Kelly. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to give her. Di I'll get the discount and I'll yeah, pocket a couple perfect. bucks in my. Like, Thanks, mom. <laughs> For all that allowance I never got. <laughs> um, so, any last words? Well, any I, last? I, I, like, I, I really want to make sure I. Yeah. yeah, I got a really important question just related to um, a would you rather that I'd like you to respond to. This one is, you know, would you rather have an 8% chance of waking up every morning of your life being completely covered in honey from head to toe? That's one option. Or the other option is to have wet socks. 
just nonstop. You can't ever take them off. Oh they're always hell. they're always wet. I'll say so. The question is, is what I do I have to be covered in honey all the time, twenty four hours a day? Like no, you're just gonna wake up randomly. So once, <laughs> like maybe probably once a month, one. if you're gonna have a bad day. You're gonna just be totally covered in honey and your bed, all your sheets. Oh, that's when wars start with me. <laughs> like probably gonna mess up your sleep. All right, here we go. We're getting vulnerable here. So I would much rather have wet socks. And I'll tell you right now that anything sticky doesn't happen in my life. Like, like when my kids are home alone with me, pancakes and waffles and stuff are out of the picture. Like, they don't get them. (laughs) And the reason they don't get them is because I just cringe with the thought of that syrup going everywhere. Like, it is horrible to me. Like, I know Amy will kill me on this, but I, you know, newlyweds are like, "Ooh, what about the whipped cream?" And I'm like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> like, like, I will. Like, my skin starts crawling when it comes to stickiness. Mine is related to stickiness on plates, right? Like, oh, it's been sitting out for six hours, and who's gonna wash that? That's gonna take forever <laughs> to get that thing off. I get so sticky. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, yeah. I hate sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Wet socks. I can deal with that for a little bit, but not as much. Um, so one, one question I have for you and, uh, Jason and Brian is, is, um, because this has been a lot on my mind, um, with, I mean, the real estate world is changing, like, and I think with the fact that you can get information at, at our fingertips as whenever we want, like markets don't aren't slow changes anymore. Like we're changing like on a, like overnight, our markets are changing quickly. And I'm curious, like, what are your, like, what are your thoughts on the market and where it's heading and how is Silverback kind of adapting to those things? Because we have to adapt quickly. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer in any uh, real estate agents that are out there. If you're not 100% focused on listings you're going to get sucked up and you're probably going to be out of business real quick. Um, I, I, I've been told by my coach so many times it's ingrained in my head, you know, buyers are paychecks, listings are assets. And I'm starting to see that more and more and more as we go throughout our business that, I mean, the buyer's commissions are just getting beat up left and right right now. And I don't see an end to it, especially if low inventory. So mm-hmm. if you're yeah. an agent and you're looking at this, <clears throat> make sure you're focusing on listings. Yeah, so on our business side, I'm really grateful just from the beginning, from day one, we really focused on renewals, 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 which has created a lot of, um, it's diminished the pain of seasonality that we we ha- we go through. And so that has been a huge factor in us being able to like weather some of these difficult times. You know, there was a period where there was not a lot of home warranties being written on contracts because, you know, there's 10, 20 offers on every single house. Yep. And so uh, the agents that we were working with, often they would they would still include contracts home warranties on their contracts where they were paying for them or they had the buyer pay for them. Um, there's, there's too often where, you know, you go through an, ex- an experience where, oh, you know, oh, I had this house and I wish I would have had this on, on a home warranty on that contract. So um, our business is strong. We've been focused on renewals. On the agent side, one thing I'd really encourage is, you know, I, I believe our market's really strong here in Utah. You know, anyone who's yeah. looking at this market, it's a strong market. It's probably one of the strongest Absolutely. markets in, in the United States. I would, as an investor, I would not be, hesitate one bit to, if, if a house comes on the market, and I, I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. I was offered the other day to buy something in Bountiful. Um, I really told her it was a good opportunity to list because of the inventory levels. She's like, no, nah, I don't want the headache. I, I, I don't care about the extra twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. I'll just sell it to you. Perfect. Awesome. And I, I'm not going to hesitate one bit. I think I'm definitely overpaying for the house, but with our, the way our economy goes and the way the Utah market is, like all day long, mm-hmm. if I can just get the assets. Yeah. It is about assets. Just they or historically are just going to appreciate. It's, it's money in your pocket if you're the one that's controlling it. To my real estate partners, I'd say in the next couple of years, I'd really encourage you to focus on increasing the number of lead generation levers that you're focused on. 
not just the one that you've done for so long that maybe has fed you for the last year or yep. two or three years, but what are the what are a few others that I can do that's gonna you know if one of those dries up, you're gonna have to go get a job, and so it's it's so important that this year you start forming the skills, making the phone calls, having conversations that you're gonna be really bad at until you're really good at them. Yeah, uh, those over and over again to generate more more leads to homeowners i'd really encourage you to make sure you take care of your home make sure that um all of your uh, you know your components your hvac your furnace your ac units they're operating efficiently to get tune-ups um to take care of all of your systems like this is your asset that if if you don't pay for it now you're going to pay for it sometime and it's not like when something's going to break it's not if something's going to break down it's when something's going to break down yeah and so have a financial plan for what you're going to do if you know, this year your water heater goes out or if your your AC unit goes out this year. Um, Tune-ups are really important and making sure you have uh, licensed contractors come and look at them on a regular basis. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's some great advice. I mean, and that's something we do as um, realtors is, I mean, when I'm dealing with a client, especially like a first-time homebuyer client, and they're like, okay, I've got like $20,000 in the bank and stuff, I am – 100% looking out for their well-being after the fact because the last thing I want them to do is be house poor. The last thing I want them to do is get in the home and not have any money for a lawnmower, not have any money for some repairs that might happen because it will happen. And a lot of times we don't think about those things. And that's one, like, I like that you said that, like, hey, you, you know, like have that preparation in place because we're our houses are mechanical and mechanical stuff will wear and tear and will eventually give on us. And, you know, that's what where the maintenance comes in. That's where our warranties come in and just being smart about that stuff. Most people go get a dental checkup and clean up, right, once or twice a year. You know, is that preventative maintenance. Yeah. But it's so <laughs> important that you should do the same thing for your home as well. Yeah, we exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I, that's, I, think I'm, I, mean, I think we hit some great topics. We had some we had some viewers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but this is I mean, I, I really appreciate you guys being like some guinea pigs here because we play around with this a lot. I do want to take it seriously. I want to make sure that it has my personality in on this and I mean I couldn't think of some better people and I think it went so smoothly. So No fantastic. We oh man, this it. is Hey, there's Brian. I know, Welcome, right? Brian. I am here. I promise. <laughs> All right. right. About Jason, though. Jason, Jason's the man. So. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it's we're like I said. I mean, I we know Brian. He's the face of it, and he is representing you as well. And it is you know a pleasure to have you guys here well, as. We so appreciate you too. As you know, the, the interactions we've had. You've just been such a giver to your team, to homeowners, everyone that 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 we know that knows you loves and appreciates you so thanks so much for having oh well thank today. you appreciate it all right guys um we are out and thank you for listening we're here at the own it podcast infinite real estate group and silverback see you later thank you